Hi, I'm Steve, and welcome to the second episode of It's Not About the Gear, recorded on the 8th of March 2015. I'm not promising any sort of regular schedule for releasing episodes, so please subscribe to the feed in your preferred podcatcher, or look out for my posts on the various social sites. For now it's on Podomatic, but I'll have to see what I do when I reach the limits of the free account. I'll also try to have the latest episode at least on SoundCloud. The intro this time was my version of a lesson on Premier Guitar based on the style of David Gilmour. I've long been a fan of his playing, although I'm not so into what Pink Floyd did after Roger Waters left. It can be tricky to find lessons to the right level, but I thought this looked achievable. I've not perfected it, but it's fun to play. The site has an interesting tool called Sound Slice that allows them, that shows you the music and the tab in time with the track and provides a backing track. I can vary the speed and even the pitch. Very clever stuff. It could be improved by allowing you to see if more lines at once so you can see what's coming up. I think it can, but it seems to be restricted in this on this particular site. They also provide a PDF of the music and tab. The audio is from a video recording of, I did of me playing along, so the quality is not ideal, but I was having some issues trying to multi, properly multi-track it. I've managed to memorise this piece after playing it many times with the tab. I find I can remember certain tunes, but I've managed to forget some that I haven't played in a while. I'll have to talk more about memorising tunes some other time. As well as playing and listening to music, I also enjoy reading books about it and to try and improve my understanding. I'm not really an intuitive musician, and I like to know what's going on. My current reading is The Music Instinct by Philip Ball. I'm only a few chapters in. So far, there's been some in-depth history of how we arrived at our current methods of tuning our instruments, which involves some maths. That's fine with me. You don't have to know this stuff to make music, but I find it interesting. I've got a way to go with the book, but it's looking like a good one for someone who wants to understand our per- perception of music. I've been trying to get back into the Paul Gilbert Artist Works course. My subscription runs out at the end of this month, and I want to at least finish the intermediate lessons by then, and then I'll consider what to do. It depends on what else I have going on. My time for music is limited. Regardless of what happens, I'll be seeing Paul in person as he's doing a clinic in Guildford in April. This is being run by Anderton's Music Shop, but it was actually arranged by one of my course mates who goes by the name of Squicker there. Unfortunately, he won't be able to get there because the date got changed, but I should see some other members of the course and possibly some people I saw at the uh, Mr Big gig last year. I have actually started a new musical project in the form of a guitar club in the town I live, Alzi. It's more of a big village than a small town, and it lacks a real music scene. There's gigs on by local bands in some of the pubs and social clubs, but it's easy to feel isolated as a musician here. There is an active choir, but nothing much for guitarists. I've made some efforts to get something going before. I ran an acoustic night at one of the pubs, but I couldn't get enough people coming to make it viable. I've also started groups on Facebook and Google+, but those have not been very active. I started this club with John, who I met on Facebook via a mutual friend, and we've been talking for a while about doing something musical. He's run a similar sort of club in another village, and that was successful, and he's got a few ideas. We've had two meetings so far, both at my house, because I happen to have the space and no close neighbours. Only a couple of people came along each time, but word is spreading. At the first meeting, we talked about our aims and had a bit of a jam. One of the guys is a complete beginner, literally just got a guitar, so John gave him a brief lesson on the standard C, D and G chords, and then we showed him how you can use those in the tune. 
I think he's been inspired. The second meeting had some different people, including another beginner, although he's actually had a guitar for many years and just never learnt to play it. And I went through the same chords with him, but he's having difficulty with arthritis, so I simplified them, some some of them down to one finger, so he could at least play something. We're running a Facebook group for the club, as that's where most people seem to be these days, and there's already about 20 members on there. Some people have been asking if their kids can come along, but there are some issues with running a club with kids. You have to get things like criminal records check and possibly insurance as well. We're doing this for fun, as a way to get musicians together, and we don't want to get overloaded with paperwork. I've suggested that the kids would be better off at the local Saturday morning music school that my kids went to. We're not running this as a guitar school, but if people want to teach others, then they're free to sort something out between themselves. John's got various contacts in the local music business that may help us to get some guests in to do musical and technical demos. Personally, I'm looking for opportunities to play with other people and potentially find collaborators. A local studio has offered their facilities. I've only done recording at home so far, so it'd be cool to see how things work in a real studio, even if it's just a small one. As with most things, you learn the most from people with real experience. One of the things we're finding so far in the club is tunes that we can all jam on. It sort of relies on people knowing the same tune. So we've been going with the standard 12-bar blues, but it'd be nice to play something different for a change that we can play around with and experiment, maybe get some singing going. Uh, But the, the club's looking positive so far and I'm hoping it's going to continue for some time. Now I've I was inspired to do this podcast I think I said by the Six String Bliss show which has ended but there are a few other po- guitar podcasts around that you might be interested in. One is the Guitar Podcast which is a one man operation. He's a guy with lots of experience of playing in bands and teaching and various gear. He's very keen on the sort of old tube amps and all hand-wired and the older guitars maybe he's but he's been running for about 100 shows now and he does some he records in his car somehow i don't know how he can do that another show that's more formally put together is the fretboard journal which is based around a magazine which i think of as aimed at the the cork sniffing end of the guitar market to appreciate the finer things maybe and they they have some interesting interviews with musicians and guitar builders uh another one that's all about the gear is the the gak show which is run by the guys who run a shop down in brighton uh they basically talk about what gear is coming in the shop but also give some advice based on questions and talk about some of their experiences i know that some of the six string bliss crew are in their facebook group they seem to have migrated there from the old forum. And there's also Chasing Tone, which is done by the guys at Wampler Effects. And the, again, it's mostly about the gear, but some of them, those guys play gigs and they talk about their experience there. I mean, it's all useful stuff to know how people use gear, but I don't think you can always depend on having exactly the same gear as someone else. And I don't get obsessed about having some particular guitar or, or amp I just want something that works for me. The outro track this time is my cover of Open Car by Porcupine Tree, which is for another Six String Bliss album. This was a bit of a challenge. It had some fast riffs doubled up on the guitar and bass and some strange time signatures. In this case, I used a MIDI file I found as the bassist and 
replaced each track with my playing. So I did the bass and the acoustic and the electric guitars, plus the vocals, which, again, I doubled up as I find that improves the sound. That's something I'm largely influenced by one of the Six Dream Bliss guys. So enjoy and talk to you soon. Bye. Nothing like this felt in the kiss Cannot resist her Felt her a charm lost in her arms I keep a photograph Give me a glimpse Let me come in Be there inside her Here it begins Here is a sit Something to lie about Hair blown